You are now listening to Escape Rally Comics Podcast Show, a podcast where we discuss all things nerdy, geeky, fandom, and so much more. We will cover everything from what is happening in the world of comics, shows, and fandom to the hard-hitting stories of the news today. Now, here's your hosts, Chad and Kevin. Hello! Thank you for listening to Escape Rally Comics. This is your host, Chad, with my co-host, Kevin. What's up, buddy? Oh, uh, well... Glad to not be working my day job, but uh, after work, I had to kill a little bit of time, so I went to uh, kind of a Barnes and Noble that's near me, and it's like, uh oh, look at all the manga. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I, had to, I I kept hearing great things about Demon Slayer, like a- absolutely. Yeah, I'm a I, fan I, of the of the anime. Definitely a fan okay. of the anime. Yeah, I was just going to ask you if you are familiar with it if, if, in any form. Oh yes, they have so, it yeah, on Funimation. A- Nice. Okay. Yeah, I got the first three volumes of the manga. So very nice. Yeah, yeah you'll definitely enjoy that one. I enjoy the anime. Yeah, what about what about Mr. Chad? Oh man, uh, me and the wife went had a great time. We had like a day to ourselves on Sunday, so the in laws took the kids. So we're like, great, you know. So we went down to uh, this nice little little place called the French Whisk and Sutter. Oh my god, dude, the food was amazing. It's everything, everything's fresh. They, uh, you, you know, you order it and then it takes, they actually cook it. Was it hearty scrambled egg? But dude, I had this, I had tomatoes, I had the cherry tomatoes on there and oh my God, it was so delicious. I ate the whole thing. It was amazing. So the title is going to be the PS5 Betrayal. So today we're going to talk about the PS5 and we're going to talk about what happened at Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we're going to start out today with bum bum PS5 news. What's going on with there, bud? Um, so apparently this is going to be the first major system software update. I, I assumed there was going to be, I mean, maybe they had a couple of small ones in the last four or five months, but this is the first major update and uh, that lands uh, actually today, uh, April 14th. So, you know, I guess if you're, you've been playing since the PlayStation 5 launched in November uh, and you've been playing a, just a ton of games and you're starting to run out of room, well, this update, the major update for this one was to address external storage support for PlayStation 5 games. So it only allows you to, you know, if you got a couple of PS5 games that you, you know what, I don't want to delete them right now because I'm running out of room. And usually that would be your answer. But uh, now you can just move it over to it like a USB 3 hard drive. So then uh, deleting and or re-downloading. Uh, and then in the update as well as uh, cross-generation share play. You know, I guess last generation with PS4 allowed you to share play the oh, game that you cool. have. That, yeah, that, so that is cool. Yeah, so that was kind of a fun... I never actually tried it out. There was a lot of people talking about kind of having some lag, which makes sense. But being able to try a game out with has little latency problems is kind of a neat feature. Allows, even though you may have a PS4... You can play your buddy's PS5 game if you're in a share play right now. So, yeah. And then the last part of the update I wanted to talk about was they tweaked the game base. So it's like it's little, they made it a little more easier to uh, mute parties and friends. Uh, so it's, it's just a little tweaked. They fixed it a, a little bit more. So. So, so, yeah. Kevin, I got a question for you, buddy. When What's you, that? When you own the store, had to have a bunch of uh, business cards with you at all times. How would How did you like that? Uh, you know, if you wanted to look for a specific card, it was kind of hard. Yeah, exactly. I remember having, I, I had stacks of uh, uh, other people's businesses and other business cards. So, exactly. Yeah. Like I was in sales too. I, I was in sales for a cell phone company, and 
I had a stack of cards in my wallet. I had to give these damn cards away. Like it was so annoying to carry just a big old stack with me this whole time. So there's a solution though. Popple is an awesome solution. No more spending money on business cards and you'll have your business card with you the whole time. You can either stick it on your phone, on your keys, as a key ring or around your wrist. Like a bracelet? Like a bracelet, yes. And you can have a, a custom Popple with your logo on it or any design that you want. Just ordered another one. It was actually, it sticks right on my phone. It has our logo on it. It's freaking amazing. I don't have to like worry about a business card whatsoever. You know, if they put our code, ERComics, E-R-C-O-M-I-C-S, all caps, you will save uh, 20% on your Popple purchase. So moving on to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode four. I like the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. How do you feel about this, Kev? I absolutely loved this episode. It was a it was a great tone. As when Arrow actually just went to Bucky's arm and just detached it from his body. <laughs> his face was just like uh, that was so cool. Yeah. That, I was like, whoa, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pressure on his face was like, what? You can do that? And he didn't know they had a fail safe on his arm. But that scene right there caused a big thing with the Marvel fans on social media outlets, dude. Yeah, she she pulled a uh, five finger death punch, pretty much right on his yeah. arm, <laughs> like from uh, Kill Bill, you know. Yes. So apparently, there's a couple arguments going on. There's two arguments, two major arguments, two sides on this. So one of the sides is the argument that ar- the arms fail safe both betrays Bucky's trust in the Wakandas and sends a message that they are never actually trusted him after he was freed from his brainwashing, right? On the other side, others have countered this by pointing out that Bucky betrayed the Wakandans first by freeing Zemo and that the arm was never really his property since it's made from Wakandan vibranium. Vibranium. Oh my God. Vibranium. Using Wakanda's technology. So the big question is, let's get a deeper look on this. All right. Fans were upset with this. So let's see this. Is Bucky's fail safe a real betrayal? So the scene between Ao and Bucky is tangled up with real-world issues of race, geopolitics, and disability. Some critics of the Wakanda's failsafe and Ao choosing to use it are centered on the point that although he's a super soldier, Bucky's also disabled and his middle arm is much as a prosthetic device as is a weapon, right? So his arm being suddenly removed could be compared to taking someone's hearing aid or kicking a crutch from under them. Uh, for mobile fans who rely on prosthetic devices in their day-to-day life, the removal of the arm and Bucky's reaction to losing it may have been understandably upsetting. So yeah, I wonder, you know, I, it was a good shocker. So, oh, yeah. you know, why do you think they put that in the show there? I guess in a real world situation, if Wakanda was, you know, gave this high tech arm to, to a soldier, who his background is very sketchy. It's vibranium. It's, the, it's like the world's strongest uh, metal on earth. You kind of expect, you know, it'd be kind of like the U.S. government giving you something. It's like, oh, we can take it away too. It's, it's always strings attached, right? So I guess the main question is we have to ask is like, was it justified? Was the sale phase justified? The thing is that Wakandans don't own Bucky anything. In fact, he owes an enormous debt of gratitude to the Wakandans. So, you know, one, Wakanda offered Bucky a safe haven after the events of Captain America's Civil War, right? Two, Siri figured out exactly what Hydra had done to him and how he, to free him from their brainwashing. And three, if Bucky did lose his mind again because of brainwashing or, you know, he decided to just do what he wanted to do, 
Like, for example, helping Zemo, who assassinated Wakanda's king, escape from prison. The political implications would be severe because of the vibranium arm. Because there's only one place vibranium comes from, and that's Wakanda. So can you imagine of episode four, when Captain America kills another dude with the vibranium shield? So it's a big political issue. So, I mean, yes, it is justified to have the failsafe. I think it was justified for sure. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think so. Because he, what if he just snaps? Like, what if there's a, a moment where he exactly loses control again? So, absolutely. I mean, he, like, take a look at this. He let Zemo out of prison. Zemo, just put yourself in uh, Ao's position. Zemo, who Ao helped Buck, you know, trying to get this whole brainwashing thing out of the way, gave him his arm. You know, Wakanda really helped him out. But then he turns his back on Wakanda and frees Zemo. Zemo, if you remember, was the one that killed the king of Wakanda. So Yeah, yeah, they're not going to view, view him uh, very highly. Exactly. So the show is really good about really putting Wakanda and Bucky kind of like in this tug of war of like, what the hell are you doing type situation. You, you see Bucky while he's doing it because he, that Zemo is the best way to get Flag Smashers and get get into the bottom line of this, trying to find these people. But then you got to take a look at also Wakanda. Wakanda is not happy that Zemo's out of prison. So, <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I think it is justified that failsafe on Bucky's arm. So in conclusion, Bucky's feelings of betrayal are genuine, but that doesn't actually mean that he was betrayed. Bucky wasn't thinking about the big picture of Vibrami history on the global stage or even about Ao's feelings. Bucky's response was purely instinctive and emotional and makes sense that in context of his character arc within the MCU. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, we we talked a lot about Bucky's stuff, but the other big uh, issue was Wyatt Russell playing the latest Captain America. In real life, he's getting death threats, and I think that's a, another big deal too. So that is so stupid. I don't. When I I remember seeing the story too, and like shocked, I was like, "Why are people doing this?" I mean, this is real life. You know, it kind of will take it to the extreme, I guess. But in real life, come on, guys, that's that's a little too much. <laughs> yeah, he, he's doing his job in acting. He, yeah, he did it so so well. Now that you're going to be upset in real life, because but again, I know he's actually done his job, doing pretty damn well. Because if people hate him in real life because of what what he did in the MCU, I mean, he's a damn good actor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, great, you know. But I wouldn't give the guy death threat. I think the new Captain America. Of course, we don't like the new Captain America. Of course, we don't. It's not Steve Rogers. We we don't like anybody else. He he's not, you know, Steve Rogers. We get it, but actually going going out and giving this guy a death threat because it's to play Captain America. Come the f-, f on. This is too much. <laughs> I know. Yeah, this this episode clearly upset a lot of people. Oh, dude. So. I mean, I I enjoy it. I really liked it. I like that they actually brought out the new Captain America because they did it in the comic books. I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah, dude, it's been great. It's freaking amazing. I, I love the whole story, how, how everything's going. So that's all the time we got today. So once again, I am Chad from Skate Rally Comics and with my co-host Kevin. And see you guys Saturday. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. See you Saturday. Thank you for listening to ER Comics Podcast Show. Tell us how we did. You can let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. 
just search for Eeyore Comics. 